and welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. And I'm ready to eat cake. <laughs> yes! Today, we are celebrating Com Major's first birthday. Happy with... birthday. Sorry, go ahead. I'm yes, excited. no, I'm it ready. is. Do you want to be excited. happy for the rest of your life? <laughs> your life. Yeah, see, there was even in there. It was, you got that. Uh, and tonight, we're watching a film about all facets of love. The Oscar-nominated film. Is it really? It it was nominated for an Oscar. Which one? Lighting? <laughs> no. Uh, um, of course, the amazing uh, Peter Cetera share that, song dude, that is was not nominated that for true? an Oscar. That it is probably true. could be true, but that does, the it, movie it, is certainly not nominated. Uh, <laughs> hey, there was an Oscar nomination for this film, uh, which is one more than last week's film, It Chapter One, which received mm -hmm. no Oscar nominations. That's true. That's true. So just to be clear that, here. Are we uh, sure of that? I made sure I checked it. Okay. I have a whole list of things, ammunition for tonight's movie. Whole list. Mm -hmm. to justify it it All is right. and it did have an oscar nomination it lost out to the little mermaid though well no for best let's, song yeah <laughs> lost out to that little is mermaid not an, this is song. a keenan take by the way on an oscar nomination i i'm merely saying that there was an oscar nomination for this film no for a so, song not the same yeah, thing that not is part thing. of the film it is the, part I, of the film it, okay fair it is part of the film i guess you cannot do that All right. they don't even first, play the whole song during the film uh, oh. They allude to it. This they allude the, to it. They allude to it. Good. Yeah. This By the way, I'm not, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna let you get away with a Keenan take. That's ridiculous. You're supposed I to just, do. You're supposed to represent this film strongly with real facts, Brian. I'm an just Oscar saying that it received an, an Oscar nomination song. just because it didn't receive an Oscar nomination. You don't have to feel bad. I'm not worried about it's, Oscar nomination. I'm just saying that this received an Oscar nomination. Oh, this is this is tough. I'm just saying that. I'm just this putting gonna, it out there. This uh, is going to be spectacular. So uh, we are celebrating our first birthday. Mm -hmm. What does everybody have? First mm -hmm. of all, let me start. I have a I drink have fight and milk. a snack. <laughs> Ooh, fight milk <laughs> from uh, it's always isn't it always sunny? Fight oh, milk. Yes, <laughs> it is. Now, Katie, you baked something I on did. your end. What I do did. you have oh, there? Jeez, it's going to fall. Okay. Oh, be careful! Be careful! Oh, that God. looks dangerous. Things are tilting. Okay. Okay. Uh, we have a we have a snickerdoodle, a snickerdoodle mug cake, microwave cake. Oh, I love it. Whipped cream on top. Oh. I have a candle. We want to celebrate now or later? No, we could celebrate later, but that's wonderful. Yeah, it's ready. It's ready to go. Yeah. Um, I uh, cannot bake a cake, and Aileen is eight months pregnant, and she was not going to bake a cake. Mm. So my uh, what I brought to the party is a bag of animal crackers. Strong which choice. are which are delicious mm -hmm. they are delicious yep. i've also for those of you who are watch us live in uh one of the aspects of this film is the amazing lighting i have attempted to light my set the way in which the director of photography yes. lit the vast majority of this film which with is, a hazy filter which is awful <laughs> with the it's hazy so awful filter. it's so dated <laughs> Oh, there's no question. That and this I don't film think it was dated. Hazy. And I don't think it was ever appropriate for film. Like it makes this seem like it's very soft television. It feels maybe like everybody's just done a little bit of drugs. And no. I think well, that, that a lot of people on this in this sense. crew were on drugs. Yeah, but it was that. probably no. at the time it was probably cocaine, which would not suggest this type of lighting. No, 
I think if you look at I some of the like other films that came outside out outside of your realm of expertise, what's that? The, the, like what cocaine would do to your eyes? Oh, <laughs> from what I've heard, it does is not yeah. it soften it not the edges. Soft, it doesn't give you soft no, yeah. eyes. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think it's the opposite. Yeah, but I'm not it's sure. Not soften um, your your your. Your jagged edges. Oh, we didn't there. talk about what, what I'm drinking. Sorry. Yeah, what are you I, drinking? I'm drinking an Italian Prosecco tonight. Very celebratory. Champagne flute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's what probably what uh, Philip had when he showed up. Mm. Yes. I love you it. Had a You're at the, uh, you are at the ball. Get ready to dance with. I'm ready. I should have worn my Mrs. wig. Mrs. Talmadge. Yep. I love Mrs. Wear your Talmadge. wig. Great scene. Um, it's my favorite scene. Jim, what do you have? I have uh, an old-fashioned made with uh, Jim Beam. Jim Bleem. Jim Bleem. Jim Bleem. I needed uh, a, I'm... an extra. Like It was like, it's probably like three shots of... You needed a little character. bit more. Yeah. Okay, you need a little more. Uh, I'm drinking Moat Mountain Scotty's IPA. Hmm. Beam me a up. Simpler, a simpler can. Yeah, very I streamlined. Like I like yeah, that. I like it. It's nice. Um, okay. Before we get into chances are a mm-hmm. uh, few exciting fact checks. Um, Katie and Jim's marriage did not collapse. Yeah, nope. we're good, which was awesome. Yep. We're very excited about that. Yep. A number one. We were healed by the soft lighting of chances are. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. It was a joyful time. Uh, par- part of their therapy. You know, I'm their marriage counselor was mm-hmm. watch this film yep. and All you th- realize that your marriage could be a lot worse. Yep. There, there <laughs> you, was some bodily harm in this movie that was very traumatic. Mm. True, Uh-oh. but yeah. also it made it okay yeah. for we'll me talk to about think it. about we'll eating about chocolate in our bed, which is <laughs> yes. There's a lot of bed eating in this movie. There's a lot of bed eating in this film. Yep. A lot like of it. it. Uh, I am very happy. I have received no legal um, notification mm. from McDonald's in regards to the slandering of their intellectual property. I feel like AKA Grimace. Too Though soon. to to be fair, Grimace is not a real person or thing. Mm. So, and I, I was thinking about it this week. Do you think anyone over, excuse me, under the age of 30 knows what Grimace is? When it's was the last question. time you saw a Grimace? I don't, I don't know if they don't put know. Grimace Do on they, anything anymore. Is I, Ronald McDonald even in commercials anymore for no. McDonald's? Yeah, so we don't see commercials anymore. I have no idea. Yeah. I, have no I don't idea. think anybody, I, I, feel I, like I didn't know. I have occasionally been to McDonald's. We will go for a milkshake, uh, okay. especially after dental appointments, and I never see a picture of any of the characters Yeah, I don't anymore. think they yeah. use them yeah. at all anymore. So yeah. we're probably okay there. Okay. And in good news for the uh, it sequel, it mm-hmm. chapter two opened and was number one at the box office. Ooh, I saw now, one it, of our uh, viewers is there tonight. They're, oh, excellent! At the movies right now. Yeah, yeah. Now it was very well received by um, Stephen King fans. You know, they mm-hmm. did say that for maybe a casual viewer, it's very long, which I don't. I think makes complete sense. And if mm-hmm. you like the first one, I don't see why you wouldn't want the story yeah, the to book really is like play 1100 out. pages or something. Well, yeah, but also the first one was good. Why wouldn't you want it to play out? Well, like, I, mean, I want it to be I want it to be what it's meant to be. I want it the closure yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if that. it's something like Lord of the Rings versus The Hobbit. So like The Hobbit is like a couple hundred page book that they stretch to six hours. Exactly. Ver- oh, which I- is terrible. It's a terrible Experience. Oh, I, I watched the first one. I thought the first Hobbit movie was, it's brutal. It was such it's so trash. Awful. I didn't it's even awful. watch the other ones. And then you have Lord of the Rings, which is, you know, uh, a couple thousand page book, you know, broken into three 
three movies. So, yeah. you know. I think, listen, this is more people complain about, like, there's a movie. The The highest grossing film of all time is now Avengers Endgame, and it was three hours. Well, if, so, it, if it feels I, I think, long, it feels long, and that's bad. But if it's if exactly, it, if it's I good, don't think it's it probably, Hey, number one at the box office, it did perform slightly below it. Chapter one. But I don't think that's a big deal. I'm sure it'll end up grossing more by the end mm. of its run. And you have not seen it yet. I have correct? not. Nope. Nope. All right. So Katie makes. Sh- yeah, it's. There's a lot going on this There's weekend. There's a lot going on. A lot of ins and outs this weekend. Uh, several would have use. Yep. 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 I hear you. All right. Um, so that's fact check. Now it is time for rundown. Katie, give us a rundown Ooh. of. I have this. I have this. Chances right. are. Here we are. Mm, it's on Jim's uh, dental reminder postcard. Okay. Oh, I love it. Here we go. Uh, a love triangle with a ghost in the lead. Since Louis's death, Corinne has not given in to her sexual needs. Then young Alex Finch appears, wooing Corinne and her daughter. The house makes Alex realize he's actually the reincarnated father. Incestual <laughs> moments, food foreplay, and fun with wigs. This movie gives us a little insight into the romantic that is Custig's. Very good. Mm. I like that one. That was very good. So chances are released in 1989. And Jim said this, and I think I agree wholeheartedly with this statement. It feels like a film from 1989. Oh, yeah. No, it feels like a film from 1982. No, have you? But have you watched? I was doing some research. Maybe on you're these right. Maybe it's late 80s. 80s. But these like these 80s romantic comedies, because. In a modern context, A, I feel like they make less and less romantic comedies now. Uh, for whatever reason, it, you, there's never we used to even in like 2000s, 1999, like that time period. It seems like almost every weekend mm. there was a romantic comedy you could go see. I feel like maybe because they're not big budget now, maybe mm. they end up maybe on like Netflix. People aren't having sex I think anymore, Brian. I think they needed. Yeah, I think comedies in a weird place in general right now, I think. Yeah, there's not a lot of ones in the theater. So my point was, I was looking at romantic comedies of the 80s because we can be very clear here. This film does not posit a normal world. There is nothing <laughs> normal about the people really? in this world. Mm-mm. You know, So, but I started to think about why might people not have found these relationships as odd Mm. As they are in the like, and I started, but then I started to look at some of the big grossing romantic comedies oh, what are of, the, have a list? of the 80s. I don't have the whole list, but I, a, a few that jumped out at me Okay, go ahead. Um, that posit even a weirder series of relationships than the one we'll get into in this movie. And they're really fucked up and weird in this. Yeah, movie. Yeah. OK, how about Overboard, I which Overboard. made a boatload of money right very, it is very, legitimately very a film very rapey boatload of it is literally a film where mm-hmm. kurt russell takes a woman mm-hmm. who has lost her memory mm-hmm. yeah and basically turns her into a sex slave now yeah, here's we the big okay difference that. between we that right movie and this. there's a huge difference between that movie and this movie though i think okay number one it's, it's fucking hilarious yeah yeah there are a lot of jokes in that movie that are good and funny 
Yeah. Well, that don't have to my... do with the with the rapey nature of what's going on. Yeah, but the whole premise of the movie is true. so true. crazy. Well, the premise of this movie is also crazy, and it's well, not funny. Yeah, but I would argue the premise of this movie is so crazy that it's intentionally crazy. Do you know what I mean? I, like, I it think is, that was the it is that was similar. I know, but I just think I I don't know. But my point is, a movie like that stood out to me as one. And there's there's big, a lot of other right? ones. Uh, big. How about Sixteen Candles? Really, maybe any John Hughes relationship thing. My point was that I was looking at these movies and I said, there is. Obviously, so why, a lot wait, of wait, weird what about Sixteen Candles? Movie. Is is weird. Well, too. I think like the whole thing people always complain about with 16 candles is like the underwear sequence where they're taking the underwear yeah, from yeah, her yeah, yeah. and that like there's just no but the 80s there's was a difference a, between like retconning like what was appropriate back then and so well, like agreed. 16 candles as though that those things make us uncomfortable that was real that wasn't like that no, wasn't that's like my, super made up how people acted right so like the the weirdness of the relationships of this movie are due to the fantasy nature of it. Well, that, exactly, but the, that's my the, point. I'm the saying the stuff that, that makes you is... feel uncomfortable about watching Sixteen Candles is like, holy shit, that was like Tiny. that shit well, was no, normal. But, that, but that's my point. My point is that you watch this. It is. I don't want to say like the the retcon creepiness of it is maybe not as difficult to get through because this is clearly. To set it up, if nobody has seen this movie before, Louie, played by Chris McDonald, who Jim hates as an actor, I, and I can agree no, with there, him. There's, he, just, there's, a, there's a radio guy in Philly who um, who does sports stuff, and he calls people that, like this. He, he calls them a hate the face, which is like, as soon as you see their face, no matter what they're in, you're, you're like out on it. Like I, There's something about him that always brings to mind that shittiness of Shooter McGavin. Yes. And it, which is why it was so good at Shooter McGavin. Right. And, and, and right in this movie, from the get go, he's standing at the altar with that same shitty face. <laughs> and he says to his best fucking friend who who basically his best friend says to him, dude, I need to tell you something. I'm in love with the woman you're about to marry. And he just says, doesn't even look at him. I know. Shittily out of the corner of his mouth says, I know. Now, this is interesting. To and me. this is not as fucking cool as Harrison Ford saying I know to um Leia. to Princess Leia. I hate Ryan O'Neill a whole lot more than what's this actor's name? Ryan O'Neill also sucks. Chris McDonald. I think Ryan, Ryan O'Neill is always creepy. Bones yes. look this up though. He's so in creepy. nothing. Yeah. He's well, not no, in he anything. He's a minor no. character. Whenever he shows up, but he so was Jamie was. <laughs> Jamie says my take on Chris McDonald is the only thing she'll agree with me on tonight. Yes, but, I, like, I agree. No, but Ryan O'Neill, and it's true because Ryan O'Neill was huge in the seventies. For example, love he story, right? he was Love Story, but then Kubrick used him uh, for Barry Lyndon. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And he was a star. He but so but then he was married to Farrah Fawcett, and it turned into his whole thing. And mm-hmm. I literally cannot imagine. It, it probably the biggest the biggest uh, thing going on on the set every day was who was doing more drugs, Robert oh Downey God. Jr. or Ryan O'Neill. Yeah, well, in the in the making of this, just film. going through the cast. I would love to see that movie. I think Sybil Shepherd is. Dark. I think Sybil Shepherd is also really weird as a romantic lead. 
she's got like a serial killer face. Like she there has an affect this, that is really yeah, strange. Like, yes. I was thinking specifically of the scene where she's talking to her therapist. So they're like 23 years into like grief counseling. I feel like and, this is a bunch. Oh, go ahead. And so he's basically saying like, you need to move on, right? Like your husband's been dead for 23 years. And she says with the most disturbing face, like, I like to cook for him. Yes. Like the creepiest m- oh, well, moment in the movie. I was wondering. She looks like a serial killer. Is this like a bunch of people pretending like who have no. Yeah. Like. I mean, they well, she, needed to deal with her grief in some way. Right. To make her as damaged as she is 23 uh-huh, years later. Uh-huh. And. Because if you don't deal with that, like none of the, the movie doesn't make any, literally makes no sense. Sure, like she's got to be thoroughly twisted. Yeah, and 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 they want to play it off as like cute in yeah, this movie. I don't know if it comes off as cute. She yeah, like seems, what about her? She seems like damaged. Like she's damaged from the get go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. even just like the idea of her watching him get hit by the car, which. I would argue is certainly not a fatal injury. Like <laughs> no. they, well, they to be show fair, everything. To be, to, to be fair, I'm not sure they had the budget to do. I, this. I, I mean, as we'll talk about the sets, I mean, it's not like they were spending a lot of money on the, but the they set construction to of this. Show it. Like I feel yeah. like you could have shot the guy getting run over by the car in a way that you don't actually see the oh collision. My God. There were you so see the collision. You see him roll off the hood of the car, and yeah. you're like. Maybe a broken rib, well, like uh, health care in the eighties. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Was it not? There are not so many good? extraneous scenes in this movie that you just don't need at all. Yeah. Oh, I disagree. No, dude. The, the, I, I, what Robert Downey Jr. Disagree. waking up in his car? Oh, I love it. What love is that. the point of that? Est- establishes the character. He's zany. I love no because it's followed Robert, by a scene. A I zany love Robert Downey Jr. Is. It's oh yeah, he's great, but it's followed by a zany scene. Where he's the pizza zany. delivery guy, where, n- where he is a chef, <laughs> where yes. where a chef actually delivers the food to you. Yeah, and I, um, I that, love it. So he doesn't love have it. any food. He has oranges and things in his yeah. car that he's going to eat in his glove mm. box. Love it. You see love that it. another time, so you know how down and out he's, and zany he is. Zany, yeah. but he is resourceful enough to find a chef outfit to deliver. I know. Food. True story. Can I, can we pause to acknowledge a listener comment about which of yes. our two actors is arguably crazier? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, absolutely. Jamie Rogers pointed out that Ryan O'Neill and Robert Downey Jr. both did a ton of drugs, but only one of them shot his own son. Yeah, True. that's very fair. Yeah. Oh, I, I, oh, 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 I think in real life, Ryan O'Neill is really legit, like w- far crazy. exceeded not, far not like exceeded. mentally ill crazy like we need to be specific yeah. about this like, yes drug we're not making fun of mental no. illness no this no, no, I, no. he's a bad and, person am i, I correct that like all of his kids have also oh, yeah. battled drug addiction like oh, and yeah. like they all have stories about like doing drugs with dad at an early age oh yeah like, yeah he he's very whole that not really messed up yeah okay that yeah. is disturbing Good. but character of philip Let's I mean, talk about him. Fit, he fits. He fits he, the character well. Yeah. Yeah. The Philip amount. Is also can we discuss the crazy. amount of white suits being worn in this film? Can we uh, Brian, uh, discuss the get, amount of white people in this film? I can't even get to the point. I can't even get to the, the clothes. Is there? Did we ever even see a person of color? There's no. There are no brown people. There is no. The one closest is the Italian guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Well, again, this is the 80s. The yeah, 80s. It's true. They, they to be fair. Um, the existence. Though it's in we, DC. Yeah. It's DC in the 80s. It is in DC. Um, you could argue that that well, would be the place it, where there would be very people up, who were not white it's Americans. It's very upscale. Yeah. <laughs> There's only like three sets in this whole film. Mm. Okay, I, like where do we begin? There's so much well, to talk about. I want to talk. I want to talk about the wardrobe yes. of this film yes. because there's so much to unpack about this. Yes. Everybody wears a white suit. I just want to say, I really want an event where I could wear that tux that Robert Downey Jr. wears in this. I've mm. seen it in films before. Mm -hmm. That white tuxedo. I I I think. I, I could pull that look now, off. I, There's a picture of me in a tuxedo that looks oh, exactly true. like that. Yeah. I want I wanna just I don't have it an event for, where I can so wear it. I'd love to I go to one. I feel like the men though are like pretty evenly matched in terms of their attire. The women, however, I would like to discuss. Sybil Shepherd, even bedecked in like eighties typical Shoulder pads, power suits, big buttons, colors, all of that. She's still clearly like a an attractive woman, a sexy woman, even though she hasn't had sex in 23 years and is still pining for her dead husband. However, her daughter, who is supposed to be kind of like the romantic, so they're, they're both sort of like romantic leads, right? Like vying for the, the attention of one Robert Downey Jr., um, and Mary Stuart Masterson in her day was a like stone cold fox, right? Like she was a leading lady. They dress this woman who is a lawyer, a, a graduate from Yale Law, right? So she has to be at least 24. Mm -mm. They dress well, her. Well, she's a, she's a, a gloss student. She's not a but graduate still. yet. Okay, so, so she's in her law school. does call to reason what the fuck she's doing in a courtroom. Well, okay. So but, well, she's whatever. interning. She's interning. They dress her like she's a 12-year-old girl. Like she is wearing outfits that you could have found in a 12-year-old girl's closet in the 80s. When, when you want to ramp up the creepiness, there's only a few <laughs> things that you can do. Dress the grown women. Like I mean, they children. were at creepiness at and eleven. Then also, her haircut. Her haircut yeah, her, also makes her look like her a young haircut. child. Yeah, she. Yeah, no, but that I was her found, haircut. Though I have found many a picture of her from e movies of that day where she's either like rocking the pixie, like straight up pixie, or she's grown it out. This is some weird like. I think people had that that bowl. I know no. people had bowl haircuts. The it's not okay. Yeah. Oh no, the outfit's awful. I, I mean, her, like, her wardrobe still looks good. Oh, Mary well, Stuart looks Masterson great. looks horrendous. By the way, Sybil Shepherd in real life is only sixteen years older than Mary Stuart Masterson. I believe that. I want to know what was happening. I want to. I want to know the power dynamic on this set because somebody had it out for Mary Stuart Masterson. There's no way she was making oh, her she, own she choices about movie. clothing. No, but no, I'm she just enjoyed saying, being like, in this movie. I'm she sure thought it gave she her. Did. She thought she was allowed her to be more intellectual than they have been allowing her to be in other I, films. And listen, I'm not saying that you got to put her in skin tight clothing. I'm just saying maybe don't dress her like a 12 year old. Yeah. Like if she's going to be a lawyer, then dress her like a lawyer and not in like peasant dress. Like she has like the the lacy collar. She looks like a pilgrim. She is a pilgrim in this movie. But she question. She was horny. Was she more or less horny than Kate so Finch horny. from Mazes or Mouse, Mazes and Monsters? <laughs> Drink. 
Everybody drinks. Why do you? Th- no, I so, said Maisel's. I was going to say well, Maisel's. She's monsters. horny for Robert Downey. She, yeah, I, mean, I know, but my he was horny he's for the her only too. One. Yeah, they're yes. horny for each other. I know, but she will also marry ch- him in a heartbeat. Apparently, yes, that's her life. A chance encounter like, in a I'll library. Yes, that mm-hmm. yes, a chance encounter in the library um, leads to their love. Yeah, her nightgown. I'm so sorry. I can't. I can't stop. The nightgown that she wears is still sold as kind of like a post like pregnancy sort of nightgown. <laughs> it's like a, a maternal like a, Yeah, gown. it's like it's a maternity <laughs> gown, right? Where it's supposed to like tent out. It tents out. So it lo- it's like a moo-moo effect. You know, lots of there's a lot of ventilation happening. And, you know, you can't really see the figure underneath. She's a 24-year-old woman. What is she wearing? I have so many questions about her. Well, wardrobe. also, uh, I, uh, so we didn't even get into this. So Christopher McDonald dies. Yeah. We then go to. <laughs> yeah. How fucking uh, that. Yeah. Thank we God. then go to, we don't have to have... suffer him anymore. Oh, no, we do with all his like headshots. Yeah. They're... One of my favorite things is a movie the when butter. they just use they use like headshots of people, yeah. you know, from like their auditions. And instead of like being like, hey, let's. Let's like film some real pictures here that we can put in frames and stuff. So it look, uh, we're just going to slap on a. Uh, yeah. It's like that at the end of Dark Phoenix. Yes. Jennifer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence is like, there's no way I'm posing for any pictures. Just use uh, one of the uh, stills you have from one of the <laughs> other movies and put it in here. But he goes to heaven, which I, I'm pretty sure is a set that Jim and I could film. It's like a white room that they put a fog machine on and he goes in and he's like, I want to go back. And uh, what I love about this is they care so little about respecting the idea of reincarnation that they have belittled a religion to the level of where you can choose to go back as whatever you want and you get hit in the arm by an inoculation of some sort. Yeah. I love it. That is, I love it. There are also no people of color in heaven as no, well. No. no, everybody in heaven is white. Yeah. Yeah. I um I would argue that they still spent more time and money on that set than they did on the war scene in the notebook. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, it is better than the war scene in notebook. The war scene in the notebook is the, the worst probably thing we've the seen. Worst thing we've seen. Oh, so it's the worst. It's heaven war- filmed in the 1980s still putting mazes and monsters aside. Yes, because that's not a film. <laughs> right. That's not. No, a film. I don't know. The sets themselves in mazes and monsters not bad. The cave. They did film the, the at tunnels. the World Trade Center. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the sets were fine. Well. Well, we the think set it was, was the World Trade Center. Yeah, I guess the set for uh, the, the war scene is was fine. Okay. It was it's, just, it's just everything no else. Cover, yeah. everything else. Yeah. Oh, so my point of this film is, for all its issues, it is fun. It is a fun movie. It is. It is a fun movie to watch. Yep. It is a couple of things here. A, it 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 is not like anything spectacular we're not i'm not going on here and proclaiming that this is like an amazing movie Mm -hmm. but i'm saying if you just get behind the idea that it is batshit crazy Mm -hmm. yes of course it's insane this whole idea is insane the people who wrote the movie are insane Mm -hmm. they are two sisters who based this on real life because they said they had an aunt who's married the man of her dreams and he died a year into the marriage were they those, and they um, wanted to give her like a happy ending you know like what would happen that were related to the kennedys that lived in the the haunted house the house probably great what was it the gray gosh 
Dark Grey Gardens. Yes, thank you very much. Good job, James. But yeah. but it's just fun. That's yeah. all it is. No, and I agree. Robert Downey Jr. is legitimately fun in this movie. Yes, he is good. Like, he's he, good. He like he, I can see him just as enjoyable. Like, I, think, I know he wouldn't make a movie anymore, but his acting with cr- obviously crazy script, cra- crazy everything, he is delivering in the scene. I totally season. agree. I believe every character in this movie. Like I, I, I believe that they are who they yeah, the say acting's they are. Fine. The yeah. acting's fine. I think everyone should own this movie and put it on at parties. I don't think, I think anyone should own it. I think you gotta I, own it. Honestly, like, if I'm being serious and not hating on it just to be funny, it's not a terrible movie. I just don't... I don't find the fun in it because I don't think it's... Like, if I want to find it funny, I need to look at why it's the horribleness to find funny. Like... I don't think any of the jokes in this movie are funny. I I don't know why. Like I, I but I don't think it's like I don't think it's watch it because you think it's awful. You know, it's not. It's not no, like a how did this get made? Bit. No, but that's my point. I think it's just. But I don't find it fun. Uh, well, that's fine. Like I, I, I don't know. Who, you are like, a there, joyless human. But there are a few. But but again, it's not like this is not written from the stance of like comedy like no you're absolutely right there, i was going to say the same there thing. are not a lot of jokes no. or like there there it's situational yep. humor that is not funny mm. so i think it's not a laugh out loud movie i think it's supposed to be light-hearted and amusing right like it you know what it reminds me of brian is like all those movies back in the early 90s late 80s that were like the body switching movies of like vice versa yeah, yeah. and well, it was similar to that. What were exactly. the other ones? Thirteen uh, going on thirty. Uh, yeah, and uh, Fred yeah. Savage had one. Well, uh, the Freaky Friday. What's the Eddie was, Murphy which was one? The fr- what? It's not body switching, but like same not idea. Trading places. Yeah, trading places. No, yeah, but that was no, that's a fucking trade movie. <laughs> yeah, but and they didn't. It wasn't a body. So that was a whole different same idea. But that's I, actually I, really listen, funny. This movie. Okay. I, let me say that. But it's this not movie. like mystical. That's what I'm talking about. Like there, there was like yes. a whole like there was. There absolutely, you're absolutely there right. Are, there no, was a lot of like, well, my blue blue heaven. Heaven. what are you <laughs> talking about? That was like a mobster. We're talking and about like the crazy weird magic <laughs> no, and spiritual no, like issues. No, I was trying to think. There's a my there's a Steve heaven. Martin one with a dead wife. Where like he like communicates with what her. What lies beneath? No, <laughs> no, that's Harrison Ford. <laughs> I know. Ford. I know. <laughs> What's the um, Steve Martin film with the dead wife? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll fa- I'll I thought fact it was check my it. Blue Heaven. I'll f- All right, I'll fact check it for next week. Uh, I just love it. I just I, love I it think too, there's Brian. some. Do you know I what it is? It I think there's some things that it's it's certainly not like laugh out loud funny, but I think there are some. There is creepiness of it, though. I will say, since I've watched it so many times, what you think is so creepy, right, is the idea that um, Sybil Shepherd. And Robert Downey Jr. would be getting together, and it's creepy that Robert no. Downey Jr. would be trying to get with the daughter. And the is that what you find? What the, do you find yeah. to be the creepiest? That, that is what seems like There's, it would be creepy. There are quite a few others that are yeah, creepier. It's the unexpected moments that are creepier. Uh, go ahead. No, you you do your favorite one. So I there's my favorite one that made my screen crawl when we watched it this time mm-hmm. was when uh, Philip comes up behind uh Corinne. Corinne and kisses her on the on, bare shoulder. Yep, yep. Like a sensual kiss yep. from behind. 
before they are before they have their like, evening. This of is lust, like in the love. early part of the movie. Yep. And she's just like, "Oh, Philip." Like, "Hi, Philip." Yeah. Yep. Um, carrying on with their weird kissing is when he barges into the house to interrupt the first anniversary we're having a baby love making between Louis and Corinne. Louis and Corinne get so excited to hear Philip. Right? Yes. Like they're like yeah. about to have sex. You so you know you hear somebody in your house you're about to have sex with your loved one. <laughs> Usually that's like a crap sort of moment, but instead they're like it's Philip. Let's go down. It's like Christmas morning. They run downstairs and Philip is just like playing songs and making cocktails. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Are you telling right, me? But when they are say you goodbye to him, me? wait, wait, wait. So sorry, I had to sneeze. But yes. when they say goodbye to him. Corinne kisses him on the lips, and it is super creepy. It is weird. Yes. It is super it is creepy. Weird. That is a little weird. That relationship's a little odd. Okay, there's and one I, more. There's one that's there's the one. worst there's by far. It's the worst. <laughs> I'm going to read the note I took. All right. Miranda gets in bed with her father's <laughs> naked best friend to congratulate him for having sex with her mom. Yes. Yep. That was... that. Yep. There's no arguing with that. Mm-mm. That is weird. I actually found... What I found so weird I'm is... I'm shocked, Brian. <laughs> I'm shocked. What? Why? I think that's... I Listen, that I was worse agree. than anything that we viewed in It. That made me feel worse oh, than anything in It. come on, please. You're so ridiculous. Like, I mean, you're taking she's this- an adult woman. That's, I know she's that's that's a weird why it's really <laughs> fucking weird. No, I don't no, know. But, like, I, that was that like whole plot was weird on screen. Do something. Like, I just feel like the comparison to it might be a little bit much. Do you, do you know what I had? I think is interesting about this is they sold all four of the characters in this as like above title stars or whatever. And I think if you Ryan O'Neill, I just, I think is screwed up and he's uh, like, okay. In the role, like oh, he's, great. he's fine. in this. Yeah. And they're all fine, but the film is, I think at its most enjoyable when it's Sybil Shepard and Robert Downey Jr. Agreed. Like together well, and like, do you know what I think it is? It's maybe not even the film. I think there's some really what I think ties people to it in an interesting way is I, there's an interesting concept here. And I know it's not amazing or anything like that, but sometimes I like watching films for an idea that's in there. The idea that you could lose someone and just maybe be able to get that one more day with them. Is I think something that can, people could connect to, and if you want to know why people maybe connect, I don't. It's it's not heavy, and maybe it's because they do it in a lighter way, and it's not the funniest movie. But there's some ideas in here that are just like, okay, this is I can I can get into this. I'm yeah. not going to say this is the greatest film ever, but I think that's interesting, and it's an interesting film when you talk about why actors wanted to do it, and they were talking about this concept of. The idea of character development, and again, I'm not saying this is like this amazing character study, but this idea that Sybil Shepard chooses Ryan O'Neill, even when she believes that Robert Downey Jr. is Louis at the end, for some growth in that character in terms of what it is. And I think the problem structurally the you're film not had, and you I can't, don't don't even we're not gonna no, no, fucking no. blow by growth in that character 20 fucking three years later yes no, no. But that's my no but you did, gotta let me finish my statement okay i think the problem ultimately was and i can't believe i'm having a serious discussion about the right you started this. it i know but my point is this 
they had to some of the most ridiculous stuff in this movie was them having to set up the idea that they wanted her to like move on. Do you know what I mean this idea of moving on? So as a result, we get so much weird shit, like the opening scene where Ryan O'Neill turns yeah. to, yeah, he's like, you know, I love her. Like, that's just like, it's, it's crazy, but that has to be there to make sense that 23 no, years later, I he's totally still disagree. like, coming I, think I, I think it makes it even crazier. Yeah. I think it makes it seem absolutely insane. Yeah. But they that felt he would, they had to do it. That they he felt would that stick they had around for 23 things. years doing that. Well, but to be fair, he's been married a couple of times. So his character makes like maybe some more sense to me because he's talking about like failed marriages and stuff. At least he went and married yeah. people and did stuff. She's like putting a peppermint patty. And do people like peppermint patties? My mom was, was that what that patty. was that what that I was love a peppermint patty. Yeah. You know, so it's interesting. Like love, so love actually has well, a scenario where okay. the best friend is in love with, right? He's yes. in love with his best friend's yes. wife, and done much better. Plays than this very film. differently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I, to me, well, then it he, really then... does portray Ryan O'Neill as a like a, a shitty guy yeah. from the get go, right? Like, like what kind of person would tell someone on his wedding day, "I'm in love with." The woman you're married, but it, but just, Jim's just like right. A, it, just wanted to let but you know. It, but Jim's yeah. right. He kind of blew it off. So maybe it's just thing like he didn't care. You know, he knew well, that he's a shitty character. Louis yeah, is a shit so show weird, too. I think, but I so think weird. I think I kind of think Louis a shitty guy. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Because it, because he's played by fucking Chris no, McDonald. Maybe yes. No, but you can't no, but, use your feelings about the actor to judge the character. No, no. I don't think he's supposed to come off that way, dude. Anybody who says that. The way he says that to him in that moment was 100% a shitty thing to do. What? So, okay, so what are his other options, right? Like, so, like, uh, so, to uh, me that... I don't know, dude, what? So, we can no, talk about this no, later? No, no, because to me, that response indicates... I'm not even going to, I'm that, not even going to just try, I'm not even going to have this conversation. What, you started this conversation, you can't I'm just say you're not going to entertain the idea that he had no options. Okay, so the indication would be that he knows that his best friend is in love with his wife. The question then is, why hasn't this conversation happened sooner? That's the question. Well, does, well, because they're feel... both shitty. Okay. Well, also no sometimes, yeah. Sometimes guys aren't really good at communicating with each other. We're also humans. Oh, but apparently, right so, in that moment, they're fucking experts. No, no that is not on Louis. That is on Philip. Well, but Louis, judging Louis, Louis could have for said his response. I'm judging Louis for his response. Yeah, because that's how well, that's what we have to go on. Okay, his wife is literally walking down the aisle in this moment, and and his best friend decides this is the time to to bear his soul. Right. But I know it can be accomplished in. I just think it's a shitty. I just, it's the way I he just, and no, I, the, it's the tone and everything. The way he says it doesn't even look look at him. Mm. Doesn't I just even think, look at him. Yeah, he's not. Just think, he's not letting him ruin his day. Yeah. He's not letting him ruin his day. My point is, I feel like so much of this writing is their I'm, need. I'm busy on Facebook. Right now. <laughs> is there? Is I'm there trying need to do my to? Recast it for later. He's trying, to, he's trying to figure something out. Yeah. I feel like so much of this writing is in part trying to set up the ending they're like yeah we want to get the film <laughs> here at the end so Ugh. we need to like do some things 
and it's like almost slap in the face. Like when he goes that when Robert Downey Jr. goes to visit Corinne and he overhears exactly how much money he needs, yeah. which sets up maybe the most fun sequence in the movie, the gala ball for the first ladies and Mrs. Talmadge and the dancing and the wig and everything. I mean, Favorite which was scene. fantastic. Great scene. Great scene. Um, they've in this scene, they've dressed Mary Stuart Masterson in what I think is a tablecloth. Yeah. A floral print yep. tablecloth. Yep. 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 It um, looks plastic. Robert Downey Jr. tries to pull her sleeves up. And she's like, it's yes. supposed to be like that. I, I, I can. Oh, I have some pictures of her outfits. No. Are, are we able to show them? Mm-mm. They're down here. No, you can't. Really? No, not really. Chances no. are two and three. That's well, I don't know if one. we can pull that no. up. Um, okay. My, I think no. maybe one of the reasons I I love this film so much is maybe because of Robert Downey Jr. Though. There she is. is. There it is. Is it up? It's yep. up. It's right next to your face. Okay. Yep. So for people who are listening, uh, you can just Google chances yeah. are yep. and, and you'll see I these dresses. I have to say, though, I was disappointed by the Internet's lack of visuals yes. from this movie. Yes. I was really is, looking I for mean, that Louie picture. There you are know the Louie so picture that things. she has by her bed? Yes. Uh, well, creepy picture. Chris McDonald probably has... has gotten rid of that from everywhere well so you it, can well he hasn't gotten rid of his uh, mug shot from his dui that yeah. you can find if you google his name. Okay. you want to look you want to look on, at a perfect picture okay. look at that so okay. like we you, that was obviously your favorite scene was the the gala oh which, that's not my favorite scene okay. i i but i so think it's it probably my, most people so this uh, what i'm calling the second act right like the prelude yeah. would be like the early stuff first yes. act is before he figures out who he is um and the second act where they they both agree that he is Louie yeah. is basically all about them trying to have sex and not being yes. able to for different reasons. Mm. Uh, and I think it's funny. That part is the that small part of the it's, movie, I think, is the funniest part. Well, and I have to say for this movie having such a bananas plot, I think that they do play out in a believable way the characters coming to terms with this reality, right? Because the idea is that it is news to Robert Downey Jr. as well as to Sybil, as well as to Ryan O'Neill. Like, they're all learning of this at different times, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that that plays out well. I just, I want to see, like, 10 years after this, mm. what do happens. They, do they ever tell Mary Stuart Masterson? No. No, because fucking... No. So on her wedding day, you're telling yeah, me that's, that's that Ryan O'Neill does not lean over to Robert Downey Jr. and say, "That's your father." I've waited so long to ruin I mean, your lives. Everything about his character suggests I, I have, that I that is the waiting. line. I have been waiting <laughs> almost thirty years for a sequel. I, Give I me we, my chances on a sequel. That's Ryan clearly needs what he says. Ryan, do you know who? Do you know what? Robert Downey Jr. is out. Guess who I'm recasting as Alec, the up-to-date Rod? Of course, there's only one person that could play uh, the modern-day Alex Finch who needs the money desperately. Richard Grieco. Get us Richard Grieco. Jamie says, little-known fact that the sequel to Chances Are is Requiem for a Dream. Yes, it is all. What if Chances or Are was it, just was just one of like eyes wide uh, Robert Downey Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, heroin induced uh, yeah 
horrors that he was could robert downey jr have started using heroin because he realized he was in this film Mm. i don't know i didn't know that heroin was his drug of choice i I like oh i uh, think it was maybe i'm wrong that could have been coke i like listening to craig t nelson detail kind of like which movies he was high on and which movies yeah that that was so fascinating to me i would like the same deal for robert downey jr and for ryan o'neill i want well, the know, answer like, for ryan o'neill is they? every movie every I think. movie yeah. still high uh yeah. but listen i robert downey jr is fun this is just a fun yeah. movie there's yeah. not anything serious about it i love watching it and the best part of the movie of course is the peter Cetera and share song mm-hmm. which is the music in this film is awesome Johnny Mathis songs, Peter Cetera songs. And Brian, why is that song so special to you? Well, it is my wedding song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have two questions for you, Brian, before we yes. move on to the yes. rest of the episode. One, is this truly your favorite romantic <laughs> comedy? Or is it like such a like badge of honor to claim it? Uh, I have probably seen it more than any romantic comedy though i i do i do question if it is truly a romantic comedy okay and then so like i was also earlier we were talking about you know the idea like literally a year later ghost comes out Mm. so like we're not talking 10 years later and look at the difference between these two movies no but i rocking a great pixie haircut and looking great and in, our in her clothing. Patrick Swayze. Oh, much better. Patrick Swayze. Well, oh, Patrick Louis. Swayze. Much better, well, Louis. Yeah. By the way. Although the guy, the evil guy in Ghost, yes. just as shitty mm. as Chris McDonald. Robert Downey yes. Jr. played by uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Tony, Tony, Tony Goldberg. <laughs> I wonder if they saw this movie and said, we got to make Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> we got to make Ghost. And it was I I do like, and maybe that's why I like this movie, and I like Ghost, and we'll be watching Ghost next year. It's already on the 2020 <laughs> no, calendar. No, it's not. It is. It absolutely Damn, is. It is now. It, it, it is already. It's there if you go, if you pull up the Google And it has much Doc. better music, by the way. Uh, oh, it's got good music. It's this got has got much good music, music in it, too. We got I, Rod Stewart. I will. Rod Stewart. Peter Cetera. I am not on the Peter Cetera share Uh, train. I don't like that song. Here's something that both of these movies (laughs) have on your past two picks, It and Maces and Monsters. They get you in a dead sexy mood by the end. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. Oh, the wedding scene. I had such a goofy goofy smile on my face. She did have a goofy smile. For like the last 20 minutes of the movie. You I do love the it. lighting. Yep. They got that haze going on. Yeah. They he walk down that aisle. He gets a fucking Masterson. job at the Washington Post. He got a I job at the Washington. Not because he wrote the article, by the way. We if didn't you even... look at the close-up, he didn't write the article. We didn't he even just talk. Gave them the picture. We there's didn't no even need talk to talk about the subplot. The, the subplot there's no, of the... There's, there's no. There's um, no need. It was overly complicated. I love how, from a cinematography perspective, the director, by the way, who directed Dirty Dancing. Yes. Of course. He directed mm-hmm. their chance. So but they sense. start out, if you watch the first wedding, the first wedding at the beginning of the film, they do a slow pan from uh, left to right, showing Ryan O'Neill mm-hmm. to Chris McDonald to Sybil Shepherd. At the end, they do a slow pan to the from right to left from Mary Stuart Masterson 
to Sybil Shepard yeah. to Ryan O'Neill, who's now switched positions with the Louis character, and they I finish. I did not which, know any of which, this. My by mind the way, is changed. I know. By the way, <laughs> one of my checklists of films. This that movie is awesome. That's right. Thank you. It will just keep playing in your head. Yep. I dare you Guys, not to sing. I dare you not to sing the song at the end oh, of no, the it's movie impossible not to sing when they start walking down you know, the aisle. What's interesting to me, Brian, is that most of the movies we watch for this podcast, there will be a conversation of of some kind in terms of like, should we just buy this movie or are we only going to watch it once? And strangely, Jim never asked me that question because you know what I would have said? Buy, buy this freaking movie. Buy really? this <laughs> I movie. I wish we owned this movie right I stopped now. asking yes. that question. I can buy think about movie. many times in the future that I will want to watch this movie. I you want to show want this to movie watch to my this kids. Movie. I want to watch this movie with the neighbors. <laughs> I want to hear the song. Movie. Jim, I sent you a clip. Can we hear just a little bit of the song? Uh, Possibly. N- if right we now. give you... Not okay. right now. Can we okay. can we do it before the end of the episode? He's I just, finding it. I, I want to hear I need some to Peter Cetera before, before the end of the episode. Before we finish, we need to talk about Sybil and Louis's bedroom. Oh, amazing! I still had one more question for Brian. Well, oh, no, yes. it's, it's a little no. okay. No, you I'll can leave ask. It. I'll leave it out. I'll leave it out. Okay, that's fine. Te- what a tease! Yeah. Um, Follow us on Facebook if you want to. I also see that could question. not find a great picture of this bedroom, which blew my mind because Wild. I've never what seen is that a bedroom? better bedroom. So when Jim and I got married, Jim's aunt sent us three giant uh, boxes. Oh, let's see. There it is. Let's all sing. Come on. I mean, it's amazing. I think he. Cut so off. Why don't you pause this? Put the video, put no. the video over on Brian's screen. So I, hold on. I want this paused because no. I was interested in Katie's Copyright. point. Thank you. Um, so matching florals. Jim's aunt sent us three giant boxes that contained a matching floral uh, bedroom suite. Okay. Very similar to this. All that was missing for us to recreate the chances our bedroom was the wallpaper. And the, eclair. Had, and the eclair. And the eclair. We had the eclair. The eclair was creepy. The the bedspread with the matching uh, the fancy pillows. We uh, had the everything. curtains. We had a trash can that had Love the it. floral yeah. print around it. It had everything. This bedroom takes it to the next level. Everything in the bedroom is the same print. I'm surprised they didn't have Sybil Shepherd wear a dress. That had the same floral print when she walked well, into it the room. Did, is that the dress Miranda wore? Oh, very close. Because it looked close. Very close. I wish my wife could look at me like Sybil Shepherd looked at that eclair. What? She was, she yeah. really. Well, there, she if was you go into, back and look at the beginning she, of, she if you follow us on Facebook and you go back and look at last week's episode, the very beginning <laughs> of the video, you can see Katie looking at a bowl of ice cream. Very much like that, Brian. I did not really. I don't. It seems like I had no idea that there was a camera on me. No, or or that I didn't care. I was so immersed in the ice cream eating experience. It's like it's Brian. She doesn't break eye contact with the ice cream. It's like oh no, she was. I am fully committed to that ice cream. Yeah, I look so happy. There's Louis. There's Louis being told. Look, look, I know. Shit. For brains. No, you just told me you couldn't do this. 
It took me a minute to figure it out. Look, oh. I can't just drag this oh, over. I see. To be clear, I can't see what's going I on see here. It. So. Oh, on see, face. there's the bedroom, but they don't show it. No. <gasps> All right, go on YouTube so and you can find this whole... Yeah, yeah. The whole clip. I, I will be performing this song at a karaoke bar at some I love point. It. I want to perform it. This is not in your I, wheelhouse. I, I, I do. It is in my wheelhouse. All right. It is. All right. Uh, so that's chances are one of my all time favorites. Yeah. Make sure you you should uh, agree or disagree. You should see this film if you have never seen it. Bri, how agree. long did it take you to convince Aileen to have that be your wedding song? Uh, not long at all. I'm so impressed with her. Not long I at mean, all. I don't know how to feel about it. It's it's I just like the song. It which was unrelated yeah. to the film. All right, you ready? I like awful music, to be fair. <laughs> you ready fair. for All this? Right, time for Game of the Week. Here we go. I'm doing a Lori Shelter Shrug. I'll do the There we go. Now it's time for Game of the Week. We're Lori and Aaron. We're Lori and Aaron. That is something else, let me tell you. We are playing Recast It, as we like to do with films that are a bit older. Who would we cast in this film if it were being made today? You always go first. Maybe Disney Plus. Okay. I was going to go first because I rushed through it, but go ahead. All right. Thank you very much. Go. Who do you got? My Sybil Shepherd character, tell me her name again, Corinne, will be played by Kristen Bell. Okay. I like it. I like it. Her husband who will then die, Louis, will be yes. Robert Downey Jr. That's a good oh, guess. I was thinking okay. of doing that. Okay. All right. Creepy Ryan O'Neill, I had yes. to continue with a creepy character, yeah. will be Michael Shannon. Yes! <laughs> yes! Wait. He's like... He seems so much older than Kristen so Bell. so much taller. It's okay. Just, just roll with it. this shoulder kiss. Just roll, just roll with it. It's going to go... going to throw up. <laughs> It's gonna go a little darker, uh, and then that shape of water when he does that stuff in shape oh, of water with the, with the candy, uh, with the candy. Yeah, oh. the oh. man she will discover is her reincarnated husband, yes. Michael B. Jordan, because he's oh, got, he's got to okay. be in all of the movies that I read. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's fair. A little diversity wouldn't hurt the film either. All right, Brian, you go, you go now. All right, so um, let's do. Uh, Celeste Jeffries first. Uh, I would have Reese Witherspoon playing her. Mm. Who's Celeste? Uh, Thank Jeffries. you. I was going to ask. Corinne? Corinne. Sorry. Corinne. I was Sorry. like, I was like is she, is she the woman Stuart at the... Uh... No, 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 no. Sorry. It's like Reese is My a little old Corinne. to be the daughter. Cor yeah. Corinne is okay. uh, Reese Witherspoon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's good. In, in the role of Philip, Robert Downey Jr. Mm. Yeah. Coming back, but playing the... Playing... Alex Finch, Tom Holland, because Tom Holland you got, and dude, Robert Downey Jr. stole thing my, is my perfect. Alex Finch. Oh, you had him too? Yeah. Perfect. I love it. And then for Miranda, Sophia Turner from uh, yeah, yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones. And then I thought for uh, Mrs. Talmadge, we could get uh, Meryl Streep. Yes, that's great. Meryl Streep might be. I might was be interested. About right. Phyllis from The Office. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, one too. that would be great. <laughs> okay, so Brian we didn't even talk about the woman who thought she was Joan of Arc. Oh, yeah, that God. whole sequence. So Brian right, stole my uh, Alex Finch, Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, as Miranda, 
I have yes. Emma Watson. Love it. I thought about her. That's a great choice. And then the two that are the hardest, I think, to cast, the three, uh, well, the two that are hardest to cast are Philip and Crane, because they both need to play young and old. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, as as the as Louis the the Louis that dies Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. But he, I like him though. He, but he's gonna die, but, so you'll feel like yeah. Okay. He doesn't all need right. to be a shitty shooter, McGavin. Okay. Um, as Philip, I have Zach Braff. Hmm. Oh, all, all right. I like that, I that actually. Like yeah. And Wait, reuniting him with his. Corinne? I didn't do that yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm about to do it right now. Reuniting him with his Garden State lead. Natalie Portman. Oh, good choices. Who I think could play like so the that female character. Make them play older. They feel young. Yeah, but you know what? What are you talking about? Because they have to be old enough to have like an adult daughter. But they but they don't because Sybil Sybil Shepherd was only sixteen years older than Mary. The problem is we know these actors now. Looks like a fourteen year old girl all the time. Well, they can we can make up hazy hazy lighting just like in the first movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I don't know. I think she's looking at her mid twenties in Black Swan. I think you could go with Marissa Tomei. Well, that's weird. I, well, I I actually thought of her yeah, because you like her. I wanted. I do love her, yeah. and I wanted to ramp up the creepiness <laughs> and have have Tom Holland trying Holland to get with his get Aunt, Aunt May. May. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I do love that. I did honestly think about that. Well, and that's I how I. That's how sort of I happened upon. Tom Holland, because I wanted to do the same thing as Brian, mm. which is have Robert Downey Jr. revisit this. Yeah, but I, I did that I, too. You remember? But I don't think he can play young. Remember? I don't it's, think Robert Downey Jr. at this could play. Yeah, well, they do the, the twenty the years the stuff though. They sure. can do the DH. Yeah, that's got Will true. Smith that's playing a twenty-year-old yeah. self. Oh, yeah, that movie dude. looks like a hot mess. That yeah. fucking so thing, Gemini so Man. Weird. Yeah, oh, they'll probably make me go on fucking pop addled and talk about that pile of garbage. Hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Five question time. Here we go. None of these choices have shiny enough hair, Jamie <laughs> says. And on to five questions. You want answers? You want answers? I want the truth. What makes a man, Mr. Lebowski? What the fuck is the internet? Watch. Why? All right. This week, I will be answering five questions and Katie will be asking. So here we go. Thumbs up or thumbs down, Brian Costello. Uh, Matching bedroom suites. Uh, I'll go thumbs up. I don't design anything, so I'm okay with that. That sounds good to me. Have you ever stayed in one of those hotel rooms where like everything is thematic? You know, like the irrigation or industrial revolution? (laughs) We one time. I was thinking about Disney World. Yeah, we one time got to, we went to a wedding in the Virgin Islands and uh, Aileen's friend Britton was getting married and it was a beautiful wedding. But somehow we, she had booked rooms in the Ritz Carlton. Oh, yeah. So you guys did it up. Uh, yeah. But so we went and stayed. So we were checking in. They have gold and- coins like the Continental. Yes, they do. It was pretty amazing. But we checked in and it just so happened when we checked in, they're like, oh, we have a room for you. Um, and we said, okay. And it was the president's suite, but we got what? the the overflow of it. So it's this room that's designed to when somebody really huge and famous is there, they throw open the doors. So it has to look like the president's suite, but it's like the offshoot room. And it was amazing. 
Awesome. And, for, and we, we got it for like nothing. And everybody else was in the small rooms and they're like, where are you guys staying? Uh, we're like, you see that balcony up there overlooking the uh, the water? That's where we're staying. That's amazing. Very nice. Very uh, just it, luck, but yes. floral themed? There was a lot of fresh flowers Ooh. there, again, yeah. because it was the so, offshoot of Katie, the presidency. Literally, like in John Wick, you know the gold coins that they were like barter yeah. for killing people and stuff? Yeah. They hit the Four Seasons, or or no? Am I thinking Ritz Carlton? Ritz Carlton. Oh, it might be the Four. Yeah, no, Ritz it's the Ritz Carlton. They have um, vending machines that take special Ritz Carlton gold coins that give you champagne in the lobby. What? Yep. Live it up. That's Live amazing. in large. Yeah, so, but you have to kill people to get the champagne. Yeah. So there's that. All right. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Next question: uh, Would you rather be a librarian or a museum curator? A uh, museum curator. I think that would be more interesting, depending on what museum it was. I was going to say, what kind of a museum? Uh, I don't know. Like uh, any of the history ones. Mm -hmm. Baseball would be kind of a cool mm -hmm. one. Any of those. Mm -hmm. Maybe a film. Is there mm -hmm. a there's, I'm sure there's some kind of film one. I think a librarian is, is turning into a different job nowadays yeah, than yeah, it used it to is. be. So that's a little bit more than I could handle, I think. Okay. Number three. If I... I'm sorry, if you, if you could come back as any young actor, who would you come back in the form of? Ooh. Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Yeah. Brian, he's I would, the I best. You, you have just made him I not cool. want to jump your bones if you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, he has I new movie coming out. Weird. I, I actually have a question. Is the real reason Jim hated this movie is that Corinne mm -hmm. picked the best friend instead of the husband in the end. <laughs> Were you disturbed by that? Is that what put you? No, off? that part makes fucking sense. It just happened 23, <laughs> 20, well, hey, listen, 20 some, years too yeah, late. Some, now, this is some things though. take a while. Have you and Aileen, sorry, this is not one of the questions, but a yeah. little tangent. Yeah, um, yes. Have you and Aileen had any of these conversations that Jim and I have had about like what to do if one of us goes first? So, like, I have had Jim swear to me. That if I go first, he has two years to find a new wife. Yeah. And if he no. is not married in two years, well, at least like with the yeah, person. I don't remember marry, the consequences. I'm going to come come back oh, and haunt, haunt you. Yeah. Oh, I, will, like, I will come Ooh, back yeah. and haunt and mine's you. Mine's more haunting. like Romeo yeah. and Juliet. If I yeah. die, Katie has to kill herself. Kill herself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but this goes back to why Louis, I think, is a bit of a shitty character yeah. as a person. Like, who, anybody who's married, and anybody who is, anybody well, who's spent life, years, decades, you know, with their spouse, who would not want them to go on and, like, have a great life is a fucked up person, in my mm -hmm. opinion. However, like, for him, it's like, Right, I get it. It's like it seems right. No, well, yeah, it's minutes, really. Right? Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, I don't, I don't think they give him the full like, you know, it's just like I gotta get back there. He hasn't even yeah. accepted that he's in heaven. Yeah. Then the whole thing of like you're being reborn as a little baby Eskimo. Yeah. Like, I think it's all very confusing. But to, to ask your answer your bonus question, yes, I mean neither of us would want the other person to spend twenty now, years sitting there. You, you I mean have, that's just horrific. You have uh, somebody proposing to you right now uh, from our listener pool. Um, Kevin Kaur, who is listening right now, has yes. asked if Katie dies, if he and Jim can become hetero life mates. Yeah. Um, 
Kevin, Brian. I will consider it. My whole point in this was that my my girls need a feminine influence in their life. So are you up for that? Uh, I see you Maybe. doing a lot of yard work. It's and 2019. Anything's possible. Yeah. Stuff. So anything's possible. <laughs> so another movie dealing with the afterlife that came out a year before this, Beetlejuice had kind of. Can I tell you a true thing? You've never seen it. I've never seen. Beetlejuice. Oh my no. God, Brian! I've never seen. You're Beetlejuice. not a Beetlejuice fan, Brian? Oh, I like Beetlejuice. Okay. I love Michael Keaton. Yeah. So yeah, but I could you see would not love that, that movie. Never seen her that. mom and her were watching Silk Stockings. Didn't have time for Beetlejuice. Didn't have time for Beetlejuice. All right, what's our next, next question? Question: What is your favorite Robert Downey Jr. role? Are Are we allowed to say anything other than Iron Man? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I actually I have something for you. I mean, um, uh, he is. I'm confused I, by I, your I, answer, actually. Well, I just feel like that's what everybody thinks. Like he's so known for that character, and he's so so good. Yeah. Uh, but I love I love Robert Downey Jr. I thought he was legitimately awesome in this movie. Uh, there's so much stuff in the 80s he's good in. But I, I as a huge Marvel fan, I'll say Iron Man, right. knowing that there's other things that I love. him. I love him in an awful movie. Uh, Johnny Be Good with that Anthony is Michael Hall movie. is the court. But he's good in movie. it. Yeah. yeah, but he I feel like he was always good in the things that yeah. he was in. I love him in Charlie Bartlett. Oh, oh, he's so good in that one. Yeah, which is like so him as a grown-up. He's like a grown-up so principal good. trying to deal deal with this kid, Charlie Bartlett, who is basically playing a younger version of like who he would have been. Yeah. And it's so good. That movie is so good. And it's so sad that that actor died because I think he was, yep. Oh, yep. He, he Anton, was so good. He, he was so good. Yeah, yeah, but Robert well, Downey Jr. There, he does. He can literally Robert Downey Jr. And I know now he's he's in less because of Cheers. the Marvel contract. Mm -hmm. But you go and look at what he was doing. He was doing. He was great in Chaplin. Yeah, he was great in you know all these comedies that he was in. He was just I I love him. I think he's Brian, so I'm, good in what he does. I'm really sad that all you've got over there is beer and animal crackers. Mm -hmm. We're feasting. No, that's right okay. All right. I love my animal crackers. They're oh, delicious. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my course. God, Jamie. Yes. Yes, yes of course. <laughs> and Gay Perry. And that's the greatest Val Kilmer role there is. Yes. I love that movie. I actually, even though I didn't like this show, I thought he was good on Ally McBeal, oh, which is what like I, yeah, saved his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only the thing that babies. he could get. That's he was so show. he was great in that too, singing detective, yep. which a lot of people probably haven't seen. He was really good in that as well. Mm. He's great. Yep. I just love, love him. him. He's so good. Uh, all right, deep thoughts question: Do you believe in reincarnation, Brian Costello? Uh, I do not. I do not. I some people do. That's mm -hmm. fantastic. Which is why Brian lives life out loud. Yep. <laughs> My um, perspective on the afterlife probably adheres more to the final episode of lost than anything else so and we i got that spoil going that us. so All yeah right. so i won't gunga I will not, gunga. yeah so we got going there for us i won't okay. spoil that in case somebody's ever seen it but i've often felt that that is probably and even before they did that okay which was so, maybe one of the reasons i like the final episode of lost i a lot love of people it and if you don't, don't. if you don't like the final episode of lost i'm willing to bet you don't understand the final episode. well that's okay, true like a lot of people don't get it. no they probably don't. Um, there are get still it. people that think they were in purgatory the whole time. Do you yeah. think? 
Do you think that there are any kind of like spirits among us? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Right. Let's go for it. Uh, you know where I don't think the spirits are on any of those like reality shows oh, where they. Come on, I, I, John Edwards. So, he is talking to them. I don't, I don't think necessarily... any of those people are are. But yep. I I do believe in probably the idea, the conceptual idea of angels and yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So, I feel like yeah, your believe... lighting is really creating a situation. I am. I am creating an angel. Yeah. I, I hope Jamie. Is, she's still hanging out. Has she noticed the motivation the, of this lighting, the soft lighting that Brian they, created yep, in the were, room. They there. were talking about it earlier. Um, I, I don't know if I believe in, in like spirits, but I think I believe in more of like the energy, like collect Like I think so, there are places that you go and you're just like, you're like you know invigorated with like positive energy, mm -hmm. and you're, or like in awe of where people have done incredible things. So I, yeah, I don't know. I go, I think I go more than that of thinking that like there is a power that allows like movement between worlds sort of thing mm -hmm. of like that, that there are certain forces that come through. All right. Yeah. And we will expand upon this in our 2020 episode on Ghost with Patrick <laughs> Swayze, which is already on the Comedy Another Hate 20, the Face. Another Tony, Tony Goldwyn. Tony Goldwyn. Uh, Patrick Swayze. Uh, don't worry. We <laughs> couldn't go too long without. We couldn't go yeah. too long without Swayze. He's on the list. Uh, next week, we are continuing our moonlighting theme. Mm. If anybody gets that 80s I TV do. show reference, we, uh, we are looking at Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Awesome. <laughs> I, which I, is honestly, an amazing freaking movie. Haven't seen this movie <gasps> in so long. Please remind me, Alan. Who's the bad guy? Alan Rickman. Thank you. Oh, Rickman. I couldn't think of his oh, last name. So good. I shoot the gloss. Him. I love him. Ugh. I love him. I'm so excited. Him. It was I miss this him. was his first movie him. role. First, I'm first so movie excited. Role. Yeah, he was a London stage actor prior so to this. Um, also, a lot of other exciting stuff coming up. We, if you listen and you have not written a review yet, you could do that. Oh, We're yeah. gonna have some yep. contests I'm gonna put up coming a up. Video to show folks. We're gonna have some contests that. coming up in two weeks. We're having a guest on the program. Craig Goldberg will mm -hmm. be joining us oh, yeah. uh, in November. We're going to be celebrating the films of 1999. That's fun. Which, which is, is a, a crazy year. If you've looked at look up the I'm reading a book on it currently. So look up the films of 1999 and you'll see it's actually difficult for us to figure out which films to do from 1999. I have to read this comment from Jamie because it almost made me wet myself. Great job, guys. I'm going to get dressed up in an off the shoulder gown that looks like a tampon wrapper and crawl into bed with my father figure. <laughs> Yes, uh, that's we what have we're about on this show. If we have inspired that kind yeah. of commitment, then our job is done here. I'm going to go that's play awesome. Dungeons and Dragons and go to the World Trade Center. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so okay. that is all for this week. Happy Katie birthday, Com Majors. Yeah. Happy birthday, Com Majors. Um, Katie has a candle and a Rice Krispie treat. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be back next week with Bruce Willis and what might be the greatest action film of all time. Yeah. Die Hard. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.